0: And I see the need
3: for action. I see the need for a great reset.
1: We are 153 weeks into two weeks to flatten the curve. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams and Ned. Because he doesn't like to go first. Bruce, how are you? I'm
0: healthy and alive. Doing well.
1: Glad to hear it. And Ned, back with us for another week. How are you doing this week?
0: I've been terribly, terribly lazy. I've been enjoying some social time with family and I haven't looked at anything for days. But like every so many tendrils are out there that when you do look, it just impacts you like one big hammer. And there's been so much. So I'll have a few things to put in, but I will follow your lead, Johnny, today, I think. Can I just say that I actually did appreciate your rant the other day?
1: Well, I've been doing so many of them lately. You have to be more specific. Which one? <laughs> the Nord Stream. Rent. Oh, the Nord Stream. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was tired of it. That was, I, I that was, was most excellent. Most yeah, excellent. I was tired of it. And it was I very was
0: informative yesterday as well about, about the phones and things. All the very encrypted phones. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, well, well impressed. Well
1: impressed. The thing is, is at the end of this, because you're here today, don't let me forget, I have a surprise for you at the end. So oh, I, I can't tell you what that is. You. And it coincides with what you've been talking about for the last two weeks. So yeah. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. I've I had this had this in mind for you. So I'm just gonna keep it right there till the end. So don't let Am me I forget. gonna
0: say things like I miss you too, Johnny, at the end of it.
1: I I'm, I'm betting we're going to be needing that bleep <laughs> button at the end. So <laughs> that would be my guess.
0: No, no. Right. Too much too much too much good stuff happening to Yeah. Actually-
1: good okay. stuff. Yeah, good stuff he says. Right. Speaking of good stuff, I wanna talk about this train derailment. You had not heard of this, have you? No, I didn't. No. Okay, I've got to pull some of the, uh, the the video and stuff of what this was. This is absolutely horrendous. Uh, what went on? It happened last week, and we've been we've been discussing it off and on. So basically, uh, it looked it looked a little something like this.
2: It's it's been a little bit longer than a week, by the way.
1: Has it now? Good lord! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah it was quite something it uh it created a uh, uh an acid cloud about 200 miles in circa, uh, about 200 miles
0: that, that wide. isn't quite a mushroom cloud but that is over an extensive area once that's climbed
1: up it is yeah, yeah it is and in fact god yeah in fact uh there was actually a uh a photo and i don't know thought i had it the other
2: day just a second uh, it's from a, a passenger airline is that the there one we are talking
1: go. about, that one? Yeah, that's the one. This is what it looked like from the passenger airliner above. But even,
0: even so, because that's from above, you can't actually see how vast an area is, but you've mm-hmm. got an idea. Man, that is just... Well, yeah, but but what above the goes cloud, up, cloud what, layer. What so. generally goes up generally comes down somewhere else. It does. Mm-hmm. And that and is a lot of pollution.
1: Yeah, we've had we've had um reports as of today that they're finding uh dead birds after rainstorms in Lexington, Kentucky, which is 350 miles southwest. Now, the um yeah, go ahead because we're like this is going to gonna be out, a this is going to be a round table discussion so there's going to be a lot of interrupting and jumping and talking over top of each other because we've all got a lot of points to cover here tonight so go ahead. I, yeah, I just want to to clarify on when this happened. Um judge Buddha
2: judge the head of transportation here right? He responded 10 days after the derailment and that was on February 13th. The derailment happened on February 3rd. So
0: what sort of response as in, to environmental issues, have people actually turned up? As, as I mean, the state, um, oh, any environmental concern people, anybody to actually, I mean, in this country, if anything goes into the water system, people go mental. And they are really on the spot.
1: Yeah, I well, mean, this have is, they had you know, This has gone into the, uh, the the basin of the Ohio River, which serves about five million people. So it okay, runs down. So, yeah. It runs down to tri-state what area. Is relief or anybody that black line?
0: he has been working on it?
1: That you see, that's the Ohio River, and then, of course, as it gets further over into um, you know on the far end of that photo. Uh, it's that's the Mississippi, so that's where it's going to end up dumping yeah. so, into. So that the red dots where it happened, and then the river that's, is that's right there. The
0: spread due to winds and mm. everything else weather-wise. Well,
1: that's so that's what, actually what, what, what's where what's the government response. The government response as of right now, uh, and I'm quoting this. the uh, the yeah basically it's like a big it's a big fu. Uh, that's that's the response at the yeah. moment. Uh, the response yeah. right now from the Biden administration is the following, and I'm quoting. Uh, what this is this is uh, from uh, this is from the White House. They say what East Palestine needs is much more expansive than what FEMA can provide, which is the Federal Emergency Management Association. So that's what yeah. they would send in if there were if there was some kind of a disaster or a problem. FEMA is on the front lines when there is a hurricane or a tornado. This situation is different and that's a, then they, there's a full That's stop, their official, that is their official response.
0: They're, not by not well, this is different, but we are going to respond, but whatever else, just nothing. Oh, there, there is,
2: um, there is EPA officials showing up with the a uh, company approved. So the company that had the derailment, that company has hired a, um, uh, a comp- uh, another company to do the the water testing and air testing and all of that. The EPA is showing up to people's houses with those um, inspectors and having you sign a contract that basically says uh, you won't file a lawsuit against us. Huh? And if you do not file, if you do not sign that contract, then they will not come into your home and test. The air, uh, the water, the
0: soil around you. <laughs> uh, so, if we find anything, you're not allowed to say anything about it. <laughs> but at least you That's know right, that yeah. we've poisoned you.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I told you awesome. who owns those. Who owns that rail line? It's Vanguard, BlackRock, JP Morgan, Wells Fargo.
0: And what was the cargo again? Vinyl chloride
1: was. Right. Well, that, it was a lot of stuff. That was chief among which was uh, was vinyl chloride. Jeez, yeah, it's a contaminant.
0: It's a
2: uh, uh, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: I could f- try to find a list real quick of uh, uh... basically, basically what the it, it, it's a dioxin, like you said, yeah. But like they, they, the the shorter name for them is POPS, which is what they call um, persistent organic pollutants. Yeah, that is what a dioxin is, and because it's um, a pollutant in the environment, they are pollutant pollutants of the environment. So they should be environmental officials there actually pulling all the ropes to see how vast an area is being contaminated because dioxins are not water soluble they need a vast amount of water to actually Mm -hmm. for the minimal amount of stuff they are and oh god it's there is a long history of dioxin problems and poisonings from chemical fallouts and industrial hazards and, and anything's gone on and because they're not water soluble um they actually stick to other things like i mean they will go into the soil and ash and stuff like that and they uh, they used to use um uh, uh what you call dietary foods to get rid of them out of your body like fatty stuff and man made um like um not real fats but um like a synthetic fat that you the diet, dietary people couldn't didn't absorb when it went through the body, and they use that sort of thing to actually help speed the speed it out of your system. But they still don't know, and it's all up to supposition. Years and years of speculation and studies have been on this, and they've gone from everything from liver functions, thyroid hormones, your white blood cells, your immune system. Even to the point like where they reckon it affects, you know, like we talked before about the lead molecule in um, fuel and how it affects learning and mental behavior. They reckon these dioxins affect, can affect your intelligence and your learning capability. It's, it is a massive thing these dioxins, that they could do. And it still opens for speculation. So if anybody comes up with any hard statements that it's okay or whatever, it's still out. It's still out there. It's an unknown... It's called so many different things.
1: Well, there's no... uh, And what you'll get now is a... uh, Well, quote your source, quote your source. And it just so happens that the CDC, and I was mentioning this in prep, has uh, updated their profile for vinyl chloride just a few days before this derailment happened. Just so happens. And the big takeaway from that is, and I haven't gone through the 300-page document, but the big takeaway in a nutshell is this. It has removed the section on how it affects young adults and children entirely
0: hmm.
1: bollocks uh-huh
0: so, so younger children and adults basically this is well known for so well they're, here's the, what, here's the taking
1: sum of it mammalian life out of it are they yeah here here's the sum of it uh they say uh see. the cdc is minimizing its effects against chemicals involved in a crash one of them being vinyl chloride a gas used to produce a plastic known as chloride or pvc which is what we use for uh, a majority of like our pipes and stuff in the United States. According to the National mm-hmm. Cancer Institute, vinyl chloride is a carcinogen that has links to different kinds of cancers, including liver, brain, and lung cancers, as well as lymphoma and leukemia. In January of 2023, the toxicological profile for vinyl chloride was revised from the original guidelines published by the Federal Register nearly 40 years ago on April 17th in 1987, to be exact. Uh, toxicological profiles are updated occasionally, uh, but people were alarmed by the fact that this was done at a very odd timing, wouldn't you say? Uh, The last profile (laughs) for vinyl chloride was released in in 2006, 17 years ago. uh, And they, of course, just redrafted it last month.
0: Okay. So how did they remove this from being dangerous to children and adults or whatever they were saying? How did they manage to do that what did they do i don't on think they, I, I don't it's,
2: it wasn't that it's no longer dangerous for those uh, age groups it's that it's not the side effects are not listed that was my understanding of of what oh, they see. did
1: well, it says here on uh, their website page for vinyl chloride, that was actually modified as well, their their website page. Uh, an archived version shows a longer, more detailed, uh, frequently asked question page before the changes were made. The screen, let me see, they got a screenshot here. The profile initially had the following sections. How can vinyl chloride affect children? And has the federal government made recommendations to protect human health, both of which have been removed?
0: Okay, so I'll let you into one little secret about dioxins, yeah? Yeah, go ahead. Yes, you can try and speed it up and get it out of your system, right? If you don't know it's there, right, and it does have a a negative effect on you, now they should be checking all the people out in that area where they suspect that cloud's gone everywhere, yeah? Because if they've burnt it off or whatever, or they perceive that you're going to get a persistent down drop of God knows what else. The people have to be checked out um, by medical staff, people that have got nothing to do with the company. Yeah, this should be a government driven thing. But these things do have a half-life, you know, just like radioactive stuff. They have a thing called a half-life. They degrade and they take a long time to degrade these dioxines. And in a human, it's seven to nine years. This could, these are slow burners. These things, you need to know whether they're in a person's a, you know a system they need to know if this toxicity is in there and it needs to be looked for because it could have a, a really long slow effect and it's not good they need to know that yeah so what they did
2: with the there was 20 cars carrying hazardous materials of those 20 cars 14 of them were um the the vinyl chloride altogether there was 50 cars that derailed okay they breached those cars with a breaching charge, shape charge. The vinyl chloride was released into Why? a, like a, um, well, because there was already a fire and their excuse was they breached that early and burned off the vinyl chloride separately so that the tanks didn't explode. Because it's those the vinyl chloride is... So vinyl chloride's boiling point is minus eight degrees in Fahrenheit. Yeah, it's yeah. it's in the negatives. So uh, when it when it hits room temperature, it's going to be a gas. It's uh, natural. Um, so the with the is, yeah. yeah yeah yeah. So with the increase in heat uh, from that fire, it would have caused the tankers to explode. Vinyl chloride is already flammable anyway. They released the vinyl chloride into a like a ravine and then ignited the vinyl chloride. Now the problem with uh, the vinyl chloride, when you ignite it, it releases um, hydro, uh, hydrogen chloride and yeah. also phosgen, I guess is how you, yeah, how you pronounce it. Yeah, yeah. phosgen. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, which is an organic, uh, basically, uh, it's formaldehyde, but with the hydrogen yeah. atoms replaced uh, with chlorine. And that's also a, com- uh, a component of um, polyurethanes and uh, polycarbonate plastics, but anyway. Hydrogen uh, chloride that one's a bad one because um, when it's released into the atmosphere, it bonds with the uh, moisture in the atmosphere and turns into yeah, hydrochloric acid right.
0: yeah it does it, it's going to have a lovely effect on all sorts of stuff yeah,
2: but some of the other compounds in there you had like um, uh, the the other tanks had uh, butyl acrylate uh, ethyl hex, uh, ethyl hexyl acrylate, ethylene glycol monobutyl. Ether
0: and then isobutylene. How close to that large
1: body of water was this? It is the main waterway that feeds into the large river. No, but how close was this derailment to it? Right on it.
0: That was it on top. of Right on it. Uh, so uh, that ravine, a, that, yeah. that so ravine have, is what
1: is what feeds into it. That that culvert yeah. is what feeds directly into it. That's where. It so starts. you have
0: yeah. a large body of fast flowing water. Yeah. So. In the services, if you're on a ship, yeah, and you have a fire, you can't call the fire brigade, but you have a large body of water. So what do you do? If you don't want a fire to spread, you contain it. So all they should have done was cool those containers down, keep a supply of water on them, and keep them cool. They didn't have to make it into something worse than what it was and blow the whole damn stuff up so they could burn it, yeah? Because that creates its own environmental hazard within itself. I mean, seriously, folks, this doesn't sound like no. a, a clever is, move. No, this was um, not I a mean, clever if move. A large, well. if, you, if you've got a large body of water, I mean, the people that decided, obviously, to pierce the canisters, whatever, I'd like to know, the, the thing is, you don't know the time frame. Was this initial reaction, or was it thought about and somebody giving it, yes, right, I really feel comfortable enough to go into that explosive hazard, pierce these canisters, release it, and burn it off, whereas... If we've got a load of water here, why don't we just contain it and cool it all down?
2: Yeah, you can tell in the the picture he has there in the background how close it is to uh the waterway there, but yeah you I can also want to right point there. out hmm. I also want to point out to you guys you you you're saying this was a bad move on their part that you know this is stupid oh, no. this was, no 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 no, no was it are you, are you sure? Know. Because um, if you remember back to the map of the Agenda 2030, uh, or the Agenda 21 originally, but you know now the, the new one, um, we're not allowed to be on any of the waterways uh, as human beings. Uh, yeah. we're, we're only in population centers, or 15-minute cities, if you will. Yeah. Um, and the Ohio River is one of those that there will be no human contact. What better way to ensure humans don't go uh, there uh,
1: self-deport
2: <laughs> but yeah. by contaminating yeah, yeah you contaminated people will leave there yeah
1: this is a, a, uh, a couple-minute uh, well, uh, piece that uh, that Tucker Carlson did on, on why they did this, and then he's going to talk to a, a medical expert on the possible health effects of this. Now, the governor of Ohio, Mike DeWine, says the tap water probably
2: isn't safe to drink. But at the same time, you can't drink the tap water because it is filled with poisonous chemicals. DeWine is telling the people of Ohio it's okay to go back home. Watch this. <laughs> I
3: think that I would be drinking the bottled water um, and I would be continuing to, uh, um, to find out what the tests were showing as far as the air. Um, I would be alert and, and concerned, but uh, I think I would probably be back in my house. you got to think it's
2: possible for the Ohio legislature to pass a law tonight forcing Governor DeWine to move to East Palestine indefinitely and just see how he does. Drink a little bottle of water, just stay alert. Dr. Jeanette Neshwat is the director of CityMD. She joins us tonight to assess. Doctor, thank you for coming. How concerned would you be? Would you be eager to move to East Palestine tonight?
3: Absolutely not, Tucker. You know, there's a variety of chemicals on that train from isobutylene, ethylene hoxyl, acetyl, and vinyl chloride. And of course, the greatest concern was vinyl chloride because this is one of the most toxic, poisonous chemicals on the planet, such that it is listed as a human carcinogen. What does that mean? It means it has the potential to cause cancer, liver cancer, breast cancer, leukemias, blood cancer. And so on top of that, when you burn it, which is what they're doing now, a controlled burn, then you have byproducts. Those byproducts can be lethal as well. As you mentioned earlier, phosgene, this is a lethal chemical that has been used as a weapon in World War I, and it's even listed on the CDC website. They have an emergency preparedness protocol in case you come into contact with phosgene. So all these chemicals in the EPA that, uh, that we know of so far are only testing for vinyl chloride. But what about the ethyl hexyl? What about the butyl? acetate and all these other chemicals that are causing the symptoms like your previous guest has been experiencing headache, sore throat, irritation of the eyes, burning of the skin, difficulty breathing, you know, the decease of, uh, you know, the death of the the fish, the wildlife, the chickens, the pets, the animals. So it's of great concern. We need to see FEMA out there on the ground. And we probably had a premature clearance by the EPA to return the citizens back into that community.
1: Yeah. It's not about climate, so they don't care. Here's my question. Just based on this, and there's there's a multitude of other things. We could get into the, uh, the food processing facilities. We could get into what happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Maybe we'll get to that tonight uh, and the probability of that happening. But my question, just based on this one event, just this one, the amount of... Uh, I, I I don't want to say it's incompetence at this point because everything that we're looking at shows that this was done intentionally. My question is this: How is this not considered a, an an act of domestic terrorism against the United States people? Because, because it was terrorism. done by the government. I'll repeat my we question. else. <laughs> yeah, democide at that point I think is what it's called. Democide. Yeah. Uh, I
0: don't. The, the trouble is it's accountability and cause, and just for the fact that the response. The emergency response seems to be just nothing. It just seems to be nothing. I mean, if you've got a massive... You would have moved people out of the wake of that damn thing anyway. The advice would be to, yes, stay undercover, whatever. You don't want all that coming down. They they should have been checking weather patterns, rainfall, anything. Uh
1: I'd I'd just like to point out NOAA, which is our National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, which is, again, that's run by the government. They were actually tracking the uh, the weather patterns and the fallout of what that toxic uh, exposure could be in the atmosphere. But they promptly deleted it after the public started accessing it on their website. Oh, okay. Yeah, that happened yesterday. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
0: Freedom of Information
1: Act. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Freedom of Information Act. Does that still work? Yeah. Yeah.
0: does that still work? Oh, I I don't know. It, it's just it's not nice. It is just horrendous. Um, yeah. One one of the one of the lighter signs is skin irritants from those dioxins. It is one of the lighter signs. And if it was only just the skin irritant, which you can and it takes time, these people should be um, under care now anybody's shown anything they should be under care because you've got to flush these systems because as soon as you think someone's got these dioxins in them they need to be cared for i'm just that, running Johnny? some
1: footage behind me these are uh d- these are just uh videos of uh, dead fish that they're finding in uh in all the streams and uh
0: well yeah more yeah of the, it's gonna uh, happen i mean accident, look yeah. at that overspill into that
1: waterway that is just oh,
0: ridiculous yeah. i mean it couldn't have happened in a worse place really could it
1: no, it had just so well, happened to derail right there at that point. Oh, I forgot to tell you, Ned, they actually found that the uh, the wheels of this train were on fire 20 miles prior to this, but they just kept on going. The wheels were on fire? Correct. They were on fire, as in you could visibly see it from the security footage. <laughs> <laughs> you could see the flames oh, shooting dumb. out from underneath the rail car, yeah, and they just yeah. kept on going. Well, uh,
0: yeah, right. So that's just ridiculous. I mean... You Some don't terror. even know what to say to this. This is this is worse than a uh, than, than a game on the computer. You
1: know what I mean? It's just manic. Wasn't, wasn't well, it gets even better. About, uh, Hang on, just a second. They, I got to. I
2: got to put yeah. this.
1: I got to put this in. So about six months ago, there was a movie that was released. The name of the movie is called White Noise. All right. <laughs> the movie. It was one of these B-rated movies or whatever. It was one of those Netflix productions. The movie was about. A town in Ohio where they had a train derailment, like this, where there were toxic chemicals that exploded on a train and it contaminated everybody in the town. They actually used people from this town as extras in the film. It's on Netflix, and guess who owns a good portion of Netflix stock? The same company that owns the rail (laughs) line, BlackRock.
0: Are we doing a 9-11 where someone wrote about how to do this sort of thing. It was in a I, one of the final so. wasn't it? And then, <laughs> I, and then they flew the planes And I mean, come on. This is a, this is just getting sublime to the ridiculous now. Can we close up on that subject and just keep an eye on it for a couple of days and see what happens?
1: Honestly, I I mean, I, I suppose we can. The, like, there's more coming out about it every single day. Uh, there, there's yeah. round the clock. I
0: mean, coverage. we, we need, we, we need to keep an eye on it and see what happens because I'd like to, the biggest thing is, is find out what y- your government responses are and how they handle this and who gets involved in this. Well, it's and easy. It's there's the no response. Of it.
1: There's no response. It's, it's basically, it, it, and my, so my question was this, where's Greta Thunberg? Where's, where's Al Gore? All these people that scream about the climate, where are they? The the biggest environmental disaster in U.S. history, where are they? Why aren't they shuttling uh, Greta Thunberg in there with her her entourage of well, activists we, we, to get them arrested? We out
0: we, we do know we do know that they are a stopgap to fill in any quiet moments on the media, and when they want to redirect anything for the public to look elsewhere, and they're just yeah. I want to Sorry. play a couple
1: more. No, you're fine. I want to play this one video here. This is U.S. Senator uh, J.D. Vance. He decided he was going to pay a visit to that town, uh, and he went to one of the streams Ooh, just outside. Me. and He's he's Who a state sen- senator. He's a U.S. senator. Of? Uh, what state is he from? Kentucky, I think. Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah. So his, so his state's like where...
0: 350 miles away. Yeah, it's about they 300 miles doors. south there. Yep,
1: yep. 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 that's okay. the one. That's and right. Lexington yep. is actually, the the river runs right through the middle of that city. This is okay. what happened when he went to a a small stream just outside of town. Take a look at this. Yeah. Hey guys, so I'm here at Leslie Run and there's dead worms and dead fish all throughout this water. So, something I just discovered is that if you scrape the creek bed, it's like chemical is coming out of the ground. Can you show, can you come here? And, and let me just show this to people. I don't know if you're going to see this on the camera, but watch this. Just see that chemical pop out of the creek. This is disgusting. And the fact that we have not cleaned up the, the the train crash, the fact that these chemicals are still seeping in the ground is an insult to the people who live in East Palestine. Do not forget these people. We've got to keep applying pressure. That's how we're going to fix this problem. Thank you. But they say the water is okay to drink. Yeah, go ahead. One of clarification, real quick. That's actually uh-huh. the senator of Ohio. Oh, he's Ohio. Okay,
2: yeah, I okay. My, I, I knew he was
0: somewhere around there, but I, I hadn't heard his name. I didn't know because just, obviously just that's
1: that's terrible. Because I should the, know my senator. Is he U.S. senator or is he state senator?
0: Question. Uh He it, it
2: just uh it says uh, it's U.S. senator.
1: U.S. senator. Okay, he must have gotten in there. He I wasn't, was I must not. Have he been he paying was attention. just elected. Okay, he was why. just elected the cycle. But
0: what does that yeah. prove? What, what what he's saying there is, I mean, by actually disturbing, he's disturbing something that is not soluble in that water. It's not dissolving in it. So basically, if they say they've burnt all these dioxins, no, that dioxins in your waterway that is not water soluble, and that is the worst thing. And w- what I want to know is, is which what is it, be- it because it's sinking?
2: They're they're disturbing the the bottom of the creek and it's starting to show up. If it were if it were one of the chemicals that were in the tankers, uh in their liquid forms, they're all lighter than water. So they would be floating on yeah, the top. This is it, like should literally just tossed below.
1: Yeah, this woman just tossed a rock out in the middle of the uh, uh the creek bed yeah, there and that, everywhere that, that else around like
0: this, it. That, that that looks like there's an oil residue. It doesn't yeah, look but like it an can't oil residue, residue but the oil it can't be. It would floats. be floating on top. Yeah that's true. You'd get that rainbow effect across the water yeah whatever it is it's heavier than water there's something i mean that's not good but you've got contaminates contaminants all the way through and it's not water soluble it's just no no sitting there and that is that is a sign of your dioxins a massive sign of them whatever was on there is not water soluble and it's in the system and it can be disturbed and it is killing stuff
1: quite readily they disturb it. Whatever else was alive and every at half a chance. Yeah. It ain't now. Anything else either one of you have on that? I mean, we can we can continue to talk about it or we can move on to something.
0: No, no, sorry. It just sickens me. And actually going around, it's just, it, it's just, it's got to be kept an eye on. It is like one of these, I mean, from 2019 onwards. We have had one hazard, whether it's creation of vaccines, whether it's creation of an actual virus, whether it's weather, climate, whether it is just the blase push forward, non-accountability, the fallout for it. How are we going to just get on with it? You know, it's a vaccine for God's sake. You know, what's your problem? The same attitude this is just a derailment yeah okay it's killing people what is your problem yeah the same sort of
1: it's killing people that's i mean that's my problem
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but the response is like it's just saying the people say are we worthless yeah that's what it's actually telling you guys yeah you're going to have to- I mean, And the
1: people they're sending down there, the, and the people that they're sending to East Palestine is the, quote, so-called experts, the ones they're sending there to the town hall meetings, they're just lying to them. Oh, yeah,
0: they'll be associated with the um with the company, but the thing no, is-
1: No, 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 no. Com- no, the company people, they've said that they were going to be there, and they've always backed out last minute for fear of their own personal safety.
0: Well, yeah, I get that. Uh-huh. But the accountability thing is, under your law, if they've got a contract with your government- where does their accountability lie? They're, 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 there's so many ways of getting out of this for corporations that are under US government contracts. And that's the scary thing. I mean, who takes responsibility for this sort of thing? You voted these bastards in. They're supposed to be there to look after you and your country. Supposedly. Yeah. So I I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel for them. I uh, People are already hurt, and the cleanup job is... I mean, if they don't even actually implement a cleanup job, this is going to go on and on. These dioxins last a very long time. And I am so glad on a personal selfish nature I'm across the pond, mate, because that is a horrible thing to live with. That what's uh-huh. happened over there.
1: I believe it, man. I, I I I come from an area, small river com- river town community in uh, in Ohio. So this is going to affect my home. Yeah, this is this is more. Oh, I, I just, hate just to, hate to think of what the fallout's going to be to this.
0: Just to um on a on a people sort of thing alongside the uncaring government idea. I'm just going to slot something in there from somewhere else in the world, which i um, I've got a link to, and <laughs> it's from Australia, and you know we had that baby will thing about the vaccinated blood and stuff like this? Yeah, yeah. well, in twenty twenty there was a there was a lady called Vicky uh, de and she had a severe heart failure don't know why, but she uh, had a ventricular assist device surgically implanted, and she had to go into um what you you would call rehabilitation over a period of time. So she adapted to it, and it helps the blood flow around her body and pumps it around, yeah? So she had to adapt to it to a certain level so that then she could be classified healthy enough to um, have surgery. If they found a donor, she could get another heart. Spot on, yeah? So she's got to this. She was hospitalised for months. She went through a um, rehabilitation, and she's recently been deemed at that stage of health, enough to undergo heart surgery. Should a suitable donor be found, that is. however under Victoria's that's the area of Australia people if you're not used to Australia Department of Health and Human Service being unvaccinated means she is ineligible to be put on the transplant waiting list
1: I was actually So talking if you're about unvaccinated yeah, yeah
0: you are not eligible to have a transplant because you've just not been vaccinated. Now, why would that be? People, you've got to get used to this, yeah? They're crying out. I mean, they're going to be crying out for unvaccinated blood and clean blood and that, and yet we've got these idiots that are pushing a political issue that you're not entitled? You, that you, you are, I mean, to the point where the stance is no jab, no heart. I mean, that is just but ridiculous. But you can't status. take it. I mean...
1: But you can't take it because you have a bad heart and it could do you harm because it's... No def- <laughs> like, this is... so the medical
0: situation of the minimum amount of harm yeah we had it with the babies we've now got it statutory there if you're unvaccinated you're not eligible to go on the transplant list I mean this I'm caring crap about people just like in Ohio where they're very blase about it but they're implementing this is just ridiculous this is just I mean it's like they're waiting for a couple of generations to roll over and just die and it's just pathetic that was a a, a a quick look at it. I am going to follow that. I am going to look into that because this is just ridiculous. I mean, this should be a point of law. These That sort of thing should get whoever's in government, whoever's in charge of those hospitals, ousted because that is just ridiculous. That's so, so wrong. It's unbelievable. And just like Ohio, nobody does anything. Somebody should be accountable for that harm. Uh, even after the event, even if they go put it through the law courts about the derailment and the companies that which they're going to, but for the fact that nobody's actually caring for... I don't like to call people victims because we live in a victim culture. I, I think it's a terrible word because people cry victim, and that's how they, they, they do this. Well, it drowns um, out the real
1: victims is what it does. Yeah. Uh,
0: I mean, they're not victims. They're people. They are people. They They are subjects of whoever... The, the government that the, they are just people they're americans you're supposed to look after them whether you're democratic republican even if you're an asshole, american asshole. you look after somebody you know what i mean I'm not we got a lot of those over there
1: we got a lot of those over there you have to be more <laughs> specific
0: but, but you know what i mean it, it's just it's just nuts it's just really crazy uh what's going on over there i don't get it and australia obviously and I haven't had to peep out of New Zealand yet, but I'm sure those idiots will do it up to no good this week. But something will come out. But we must be happy, though, because remember, The Who is looking after us. They're yes, prepping, they are. They're prepping the next vaccine, they got, aren't they? Yep, they're prepping the next they vaccine.
1: Are. They're trying to stir up this thing in, uh, in Guinea about uh, uh, Marburg. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, um, they've actually uh, – it's, it's quite strange because, you know, this – Obviously, it's been bubbling under the surface. They're talking about this avian flu, and it's gone from bird to mammal, whatever. And they say, well, it could jump over to humans quite easily. And there was, I think, four cases across the world or whatever, and one person died. So now they've said your Tedros bloke. What is that guy's name? It's a it's a mouthful of
1: Spanish. It's a it? long Tedros. Yes, he's he's from Ethiopia. It's a long one. It's he's honestly the man's guilty of genocide on his own people in his own country. But after he committed <laughs> that atrocity, Bill Gates recruited him to run the WHO.
0: Well, isn't he wonderful? Because he got out there and started spouting saying, "We got to be prepared for this, and we have got to create a new vaccine for the avian flu." So that's seems like their next uh, point of attack um there have been ramblings from the cdc on this and funny enough and i don't quite understand because i was looking into who else and the uk popped up and north wales have been making mandatory shutdowns <laughs> and things like that in the uk and, that, and i'm giving it really you know it just seems like it's ridiculous so one person dies and it's going to happen, and we know this, and we know this when it goes across. It will jump out. Well, the amount of contact someone has with uh, chickens, turkeys, and uh, various yeah, fine. You're in an environment, and it jumped across. Four or five cases, one person dies. And this is across. cross. You've got to think how many people are in contact with it. You've got to talk. There's got to be a billion out there, haven't there, across the world getting, you know, in, in, in the chicken industry and God knows where else and who actually just have them live and kill them their own way and stuff.
1: Yeah, actually, so easy way to find that, that. Ted Ross says, it's easy, "Easy way to find that, Ned. Easy way to find that. Let's just scrape all the geolocation data off of their phones. Let's just scrape all that data off, and we'll find out."
0: Mm, I suppose that's an interesting way of doing it.
1: <laughs> there are private companies that actually do that. Uh They they decided they were going <laughs> to do that. Uh, well, yeah. What was it, Bruce? Over spring break, they did it during COVID when you had all the college students that said, "You know what? Screw yep. your." uh your vaccine, social distancing, all that stuff. We're going to go out on the beach and we're going to party. And the media had uh-huh. uh, an absolute uh, uh, conniption fit over it. And they showed where they were able to get all that geolocation data. And no one asked, hey, wait a minute. How did you get that data and why do you have it? Where's your that's warrant?
0: Because, that's, You know why? Because most of their phones, uh, what they call it... Um, Google Map link. If they got Google Maps on there, oh,
1: they keep their location data and stuff all the time. They they, 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 they just keep where they are, yeah, you know, so they can find out where they're going. And then,
0: and and then on the Google Maps, if you link it, you can actually have oh. I Was here last week, or this is where I went everywhere in the last couple of weeks, so they can or remind Facebook.
1: themselves. I'm giving it. You check in at places on uh, Facebook, on, say, Oh, I was Google. here, you know, I'm here now. <laughs> yeah, but you guys yeah. are talking and you, about, and you got all things. those
0: QR codes. Can I come in here?
1: Think, yeah, Off you go. yeah.
2: You guys are talking about opting in, though. Uh, you don't have to opt into anything, and this data is
0: being tracked. Just having your phone on, That's it's true. being yeah. tracked. Yes, of course, it is. Yeah. Of course, it is. I mean, you, you you got to remember when that um that those um lorries, ten thousand lorries, went across Canada, which there's several many people in the world that still haven't heard about that, and um, they were going through checkpoints, and they're giving it, don't you want us to stop? No, 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 we know who you are, who's driving the thing, phew, carry on, yeah, and they went, oh really? Yep, you got your phone on, we know exactly who you are and who's there and they just let them throw, didn't they they just keep going and it's it just get it just gets ridiculous i don't know um what happened in what are they doing in kenya i kept a link in that since oh, i just I heard, heard something about, about Ken- yeah, yeah
1: i just i just heard something about kenya uh, somebody had just literally somebody was messaging me about 5 minutes ago on that matter saying that there was a uh, there was an earthquake there oh, the no. fault line has split the country literally in two are you in me or what no i'm serious and i'm, I'm actually i'm kind of shocked at it because i hadn't heard about that well if gates is there with
0: a the bit of luck it swallowed him up one would hope so yeah. maybe maybe yeah. the biosphere is tracking him
1: <laughs> could be yeah
0: or is it is or maybe it's his demonic footprint it. <laughs> i don't
1: know well don't know. He, know. as he said he's part of the solution he's not part of the problem he pays for his carbon offsets yeah he's entitled to the more money i have the more i offset so i can have as much as i
0: want that's the entitlement of money, apparently.. Okay. No, Kenya, they're doing they're, they're also doing um because it's not just what he says. Oh, I'm doing this on the benefit of you or whatever. But apparently they're um, they've been trialing for a short period of time now when a baby gets born. They bio, do a biometric scan of four of its fingers, so they get the fingerprinting and everything. And they also do a biometric scan of the voice of the carer they're supposed to administer it, apparently, so they can keep a history of vaccines or whatever. And then they apparently destroy the data afterwards.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. If if that's the case, then I've got a bridge in Arizona. I'm ready to sell you. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah and they've done about a thousand babies so far i think so that's carers babies whatever and they're thinking of trialing it in other hospitals across kenya
1: so funny how they start that program right after gates just makes a visit down there to uh get new projects started
0: it's just really 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 interested and this is the only thing that will prevent death like you know and outlaw the misuse of drugs and You know, so they know what's been correctly administered and everything else. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) As in, you've got to make sure you've got that genetic poison. Thank you very much.
1: Actually, there was, uh, let me see, in Idaho, I read this this morning, uh, there's been a bill that's been introduced into the state legislature out there. Uh, One sec, let me pull it. Here we go. Uh, A new Idaho bill will charge criminally charge those who administer mRNA vaccines with a misdemeanor. Really? Really. What do you think about that? A new bill has been introduced that would make the administration of experiment the experimental mRNA COVID-19 vaccines illegal. Representative Jody Boyle... Uh, Republican and Senator Tammy Nichols, uh, also Republican, sponsored House Bill One Fifty Four. Senator Nichols introduced the new bill on February Fifteenth before the House and uh, before the House Health and Welfare Committee. Uh, according to the text of the, uh, the bill, text quote a person may not provide or administer a vaccine developed using messenger ribonucleic acid technology for use in any individual or any other mammal in this state. A person who violates this bill would be guilty of a misdemeanor. New legislation if passed would go today? into effect uh, Idaho. I almost said Ohio. I wish it was I Ohio. But yeah, Idaho. Idaho, uh it says, so you've
0: got idaho and yeah florida should be doing something like that then shouldn't they
1: i think that they're looking at doing something like this i don't know if they've actually done it yet uh or or proposed it done yet it, what's that that's a move forward if one's done it if one it's does yeah forward. we just need one to do it yeah so that was passed no it's it hasn't passed yet it it's been proposed it was just introduced uh 48 hours ago it will if it's passed it will go into effect on july 1st of this year Gross, it's still a long time yeah well, there's still, it, you have there's to, still worries. One yeah. one hour is
0: too long. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. One minute is too long. That's it. If it gets passed in the house, then they should say, right, it's suspended. That, that sort of thing from now on. And then it, you know, that sort of thing. They should... Ah. One one is far too one any one more is far too many. It's just.
1: I understand, but the legislative then, process. I mean, this it, by legislative standards, even at a state level, that's fast tracking it. That,
0: that's quite quick. That's fast tracking it. Yeah. I know. Do you remember? Do you remember me having a bitch about um switching back to the UK and some uh-huh. horrible people over here? I got, something on, here I got the, something on. I get to, it's horrible. The British too, Heart yeah. Foundation. Uh-huh. The British Heart uh-huh. Foundation. Um, well, apparently. No <laughs> <laughs> no um you talking about the um the data the the um freedom of data act yeah well um so people called the uk medical freedom alliance and doctors for patients uk and health advisory and recovery team and several other signatories sent a letter to the ceo of the charities commission who is Helen stevenson so people can actually find that and check it out because Oh, you remember our man Andrew Bridgeton stood up in Parliament. I do, yes. And he he said a few things, and one of the things he said was he mentioned Oxford University Cardiology Research Department, and there's a professor there called Ambos, um and Tony. Oh, but it's got quite a name. Anyway, he was a professor of um, cardiology research, and basically he was funded his research was refunded by the british heart foundation and because of this and what was said in parliament he said well basically um information was deliberately we- withheld by him at behest possibly of the heart foundation and they want basically everything out there about suppression of information and they're bringing everyone's to task hopefully through the commission so we'll see because yeah these charities people don't understand yeah charity is well put it this way gates foundation is a charity it's classified as a charity yeah in the uk if you're not fully aware your council tax that's what you pay if you have a house or somewhere to live to pay for your you could say local services whether you get your bins emptied the roads and cleaning up the town and everything but also it gives money to your council to help those charity shops on the high street and everything so basically out of your council tax you are actually paying for charity already and then you can meet those charitable organizations on the street and everywhere else and pay again and you go into the shops and you buy something from them and you're paying again. But those people in the shops that actually um, uh, think along the lines of the ethics and morals of that charity and they think it's right or whatever, are all but one of them probably is a volunteer. And that'll be a manager of a shop. And then, then you'll get the structure that goes up and above it. And then you'll get people like the CEOs in charge, which are on sometimes hundreds of thousands of pounds, which to me is ridiculous anyway, because if you work for a charity, it's a charity. And most of the money in the ruling should be, yeah, earn a decent wage. Yeah. But um, if you can have volunteers in the shops, I'm sure you could, you don't have to be paid so much at a higher level. Um, I had to talk with my um, daughter not so long ago. Well, it was this week. And obviously, children like to uh, do things for things like WF, WWF. And, you know, they say, help a turtle, help, help this or whatever. But and I used to say, well, when you go and open this, what do they do? They go to you and they go, well, a couple of pound every month or whatever, and it'll help a turtle. And yet they send you a cuddly toy and all these papers and everything else. And don't you think, well, that probably doesn't cost much here, yeah, but... To actually be able to do that for one or a hundred children, they've got boxes of this stuff. Wouldn't it be better if that money was actually directed into the turtle, you know? So it's a sales thing. And when they do that sales thing, that means there's so much wastage of money when it should be directed at what it's needed. That's then... Proves the farce behind the whole thing. It then it makes you look into it and then you start to see the corruption and you see who's funding them and when they turn up or when they don't say things, and it starts to and then (laughs) you don't want to speak to your child and say, Well, you know, it's a corrupt organization or there's corrupt people behind it because it sort of deflates their ideas of doing something right.
1: Yeah, it does. But
0: you know, and and that to me is the evil that they're creating.
1: Well, here's a, here's because a question when for you, you... Be, be on on that point right there. Because we all know that the underlying evil that's behind what is Hollywood and the entertainment industry, right? Like we're we're all aware of that. And they desperately, desperately want to tell people. I mean, look at these performances. You have at like the Grammys that are brought to you by Pfizer of the, uh, the devil that's dancing on the uh, on the stage. And then you've got Madonna doing her whatever it is that she does. You've got these crazy performances uh, by these other up and coming, quote, artists, and they're selling Nike shoes uh, with pentagrams and uh, Satan logos on them with six, six, six and blood in the heels of them. I mean, I'm serious that's what these artists do. So here's the question on that point. And and what do you think about this? Because it goes to the same thing. It goes to the same point, but it's an overarching kind of effect that it's going to have on people. The people that are not into those charities that you're talking about that are into the entertainers instead. Bigger audience, much bigger audience. What do you think would happen to these people across the world? I'm talking about hundreds of millions of people that are sucked into the celebrity lifestyles and the you know the celebrity watchers and all that stuff, the people that read all the trash in these, these newspapers and everything else about these celebrities. And if they're to learn that their celebrity idols are involved in some really dark, demoralizing, degenerative stuff... What would that do to people? Depends.
0: It really depends because you've got, so kids can be as blasé as much as anything else because if you got hold of, um, I'd say, uh, some teenagers nowadays, whether it's, well, if if you get boys, girls or whatever, it's all um, vampires are great and it's a way, stuff like that. Whereas when you were growing up, Oh, sorry, but I was growing up, and my house of horror, and they were evil baddies and stuff like that. And you didn't really, you know, I was and you the, saw them as they, I was they the prof- were monsters and stuff. Yeah, I was
1: the professional wrestling generation. Everybody wanted to be a uh, Hulk Hogan or or one of those types of people. You were doing the suplexes off, was... off the like, living room couch or whatever it was. <laughs>
0: yeah, the, the wrestling in the UK when I was growing up had a granny with an umbrella by the side, and she would. Sort of leap to beat somebody
1: uh-huh. if he was. Yeah, you guys have always been bad and stuff. You guys have always been bigger into like boxing and stuff over there, though. Um,
0: yes, yeah, it's been somebody comes out of woodwork every now and then. But I mean, the only the true game, soccer, is the national sport or used to be the national sport until it turned into what it is today. But I mean, I, I tell you, what, I even cringed. The Six Nations started. Oh, I had a the rugby, of weekends. Yeah. Ago, yeah, yeah. And I, I love, I love rugby. Good sport. Brilliant. I even cringed when they had these statements up on the board. And it's even getting into that. And it really, really, I nearly turned it off. But I went, no, I'm here for the game. I just want to watch the game. Yeah. And it is politicizing to such a degree. It's wrong. It it, it, it got me. And the other thing that got me was when, obviously, um, when England were playing and then you get the God Save the King. And then it sunk in because... Do we have I mean, to?
1: <laughs> do, we, do we have to?
0: <laughs> but it sunk in. I mean, I'm so used to actually, um, you know, it's God Save the Queen, and that is a very dutiful person, and it, a person that didn't have an easy life or whatever. And now you've got God Save the King. And I don't think there are really... There's isn't. There's more people in this country that relate to the offspring of Diana and stuff like that because they're on uh, social platforms or um, Spotify or whatever than they can relate to the king of the country. And he just carries on in his own withering climate agenda way, 1920. 19- Half the bloody NHS, or whatever else they want to do to keep them on their sick little way with dames and knights. It's wrong. It is wrong. The positions of responsibility and duty used to mean something. They just don't mean anything anymore. And it's sad. It is sad because that used to be a backbone of this nation to some degree. Humanity can go through all manner of hardships if they have some form of belief it doesn't have to be a, a religious belief even if it's a belief in themselves or something they can go through and they can make something out of nothing and they can go forward but there is nothing there you look around the world yes you still got your religious stuff we could go out on um an escapade and Poke holes in loads of religions or what? But I'm not really willing to do that because I, I I think what little belief people have at the moment, and hopefully if they believe in their religions, they believe in the proper side of it, and the ethical side of it, and the moral side of it, not on the um point where they see other people as enemies. But if that belief sustains you through hardships, that uh, that that's not bad because there's a lot coming, and you're going to need everything you can get if you haven't got your social. Or community spirit, but they're stripping the structure of society out. They they they're just just killing the whole thing. And this climate crap has really got boring. Yeah, I mean we've talked about yeah. it. We've created the chaotic weather. We have created the chaotic weather, not due due to pollution, but due to our own engineering. Like we said, with the solar stuff, the more solar stuff there is, the more biodiversity, the more destruction we are actually causing. And with those windmills we've got out there, yeah, they are just creating that hydro effect across the water without... They're causing their own weather pattern changes. It is just ridiculous. And something happened in Mexico, because there's the other side of stuff, isn't it? You've got solar radiation management, which is SRMs, and they love their bloody lettering. They go...
1: Yeah, they're anagrams,
0: I love them. And... You've got something called stratospheric aerosol injection. Yeah, SAIs. Yeah, it sounds rude, doesn't it? We're going to so, vaccinate but, I mean, the
1: atmosphere now. Is that what we're doing?
0: <laughs> no, yeah, he's putting particulates into into that. Yeah. I mean, the, the, there's, there's a company called Make Sunsets, yeah? And it's run by a, a gentleman called... Gentleman. Oh, mm. Luke Eisman, yeah? He is basically pushing this... Stratospheric aerosol injection, where you put particulates into the atmosphere to reflect or whatever the sun, and he pushed it in such a degree, and it was such a load of media bullshit. And that itself, you, all you're doing is, if you just spray this crap around, you're once again destabilizing weather patterns, which are created within our biosphere, and that is all we're doing. We're destabilizing them by every. What do they call this? It? Geoengineering, don't they? They have a word for it, isn't it? Geoengineering. That's your windmills come under that. That's your aerosols mm-hmm. come under that. Yeah. That's your solar come under that. The geoengineering that means what is created via your corporations and these idiots that want to make money through it, and they're the ones that push this climate problem because the climate does change, and it changes even more. Due to that effect, the pollution, the CO2 as such, is negligible. What they are actually doing is they actually destabilizing it themselves. And the Greta Thunbergs and that Foghorn Leghorn, what's his name, that's been going on since Al Gore. the 90s or 80s. He's just, I mean, that in itself, I mean, Al Gore,
1: it just we talked about doesn't him. sound right. Anyway. Yeah, you heard me talk about the connections with him and his father to uh, Arm and Hammer. Uh, Lenin's Capitalist. You you heard about that. Yeah. So you know how we ended up with him.
0: Oh, yeah, I know. But the point is, sorry, uh, he should have been the baby that was in the tribe that was put out in the snow in the middle (laughs) of winter and gone, yeah, thank you. F*** off. Sorry. I did make
1: something beep at
0: the end. Sorry. I I I have
1: to get to that surprise really soon.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but geoengineering, it's a farce whenever it this this is corporate all your um ethics if you don't look into this why have we got so many climate people that actually don't look into this or don't actually come out and say these things the scientists should be pushing this forward sod it you the scientists when are they gonna it's just like everybody that thinks it's not going to affect them that's why they're not going mad about the vaccine well you know I'm still alive I'm all right my life will be okay what about the digital no 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 I just want to be left alone it's going to come and bite you in the ass scientists it's going to do the same you are going to be funded possibly for projects that you could never speak about you won't be able to do anything you won't be able to stand up and go way we've discovered this to the public because uh, they won't allow you to tell them whereas you should be out there putting the truth of your findings of the existence of how we're going forward and the truth about the climate and how these geoengineering things are actually hurting this world. They're creating the chaos that is the weather because that's what they're doing. They're just creating the chaos. And you've got a live living world here, which is trying to rebalance everything. And all you're turning on are those 30,000 hair dryers and whizzing everything around it's not going to do any good those massive it is just it is just get out there and look at them people there is so much interest. even if you think it looks really nice the wake from that going across it's different levels different temperatures of air going across different temperatures of water and this world is mostly water and your patterns are driven by wind circulation wind patterns temperatures they're creating it indeed they um, are I, I don't know yeah, they are it, it's 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 and that bureaucracy which is academia needs pulling down because that is stopping science because academia isn't science academia is that quiet bastard that was saying we should decrease the population in a nice way and that is all academia is they are the political side of the universities, which are pushed by money. Money is good. We um, money is something that shouldn't be get got rid of. It's a good trade thing. It's a physical thing. We all need that because it's nice to have, nice to see, nice to earn. It gives you a sense of worth. You go out and work. Wonderful thing. Everybody just wants to have what I've got out to, to work. I've got enough money to be financially comfortable. I.e., I can buy food. I can buy clothes. I'm can afford to pay the bills i can get on with my life have a family possibly if that's what i want and there's two of us then we can go along and we can have children and pass something on you've got this cycle of humanity and that family thing is something that everybody has sprung from even those people who don't like the biodiversity of two people but the binary side of things everything sprung from there that and the social idea, the community idea, it's families, it's people getting together, and its it doesn't matter who you are. If you want to be called something, don't force it on anybody else. Call yourself it. I don't care if you call yourself the snub hair of a alligator's arsehole. I really don't care. You can call yourself anything, but don't expect me to call you it. You know, that—that—that that, that is not your right to impose that on someone else especially if you want to have a conversation with them. Yeah, it's simple as that. If you want a conversation, just treat them with as much respect as you expect to be from them. Those simple things in life is how we should go back to it. Nothing else. And you will get accepted one way or another, even for your idiosyncrasies. They might snigger and laugh, but it's you who's turned up looking different when I was growing up. And they talk about racism, things like that, and around the world. I used to go to parties where I was the only white guy. I didn't get any crap. I went to Brixton's. I went to blues in some of those crips in the churches and stuff like that. I didn't get anything. I was taken on for who I was. Not a problem. And there generally isn't a problem unless somebody brings it with them. So if you don't bring the problem with you, you'll generally get accepted. Let's get back to the human side of things and we can enjoy life. This is what they don't want you to do, I'm afraid. But yeah.
1: That's well now. said. For no, time. you're good. You're good. Uh, I appreciate everything that you uh, you brought up this evening. And on your point there about making money, we don't have time to get into this, unfortunately. <laughs> we can discuss it next week. But uh, the uh, assistant or deputy governor of your. Uh, Bank of England has said that, well, once we pursue a, a central bank digital currency for the digital pound, unfortunately, British citizens will only be allowed to hold a maximum of 20,000 pounds at any given time. What, hold it in their hand? As in, hold it in their bank. that's all you'll be allowed to have, as in, you won't be allowed to have any more than that ever.
0: Well, Unless you've got status of what? What if you're a knight or a dame? What if you identified
1: as a dame? Well, that's, well, yeah, if you identified. No, they, see, they're a sovereign class, right? So they're, they're protected. But anyway, uh, on to fair. my surprise. Yeah, we can talk about that next week. Oh. On to my surprise. I'm glad you brought up the whole climate thing and the, the energy and, and all that stuff. I'm glad you did that because I have something here out of the UK just for you. Do you know who Grant Shops mm-hmm. is? Grant Shops? Yeah, the no. Right Honourable Grant Shops. Was that a recent Right Honourable or what? Uh yeah, well, yeah, he's he's been in um uh he assumed his newest office under uh your unelected Prime Minister Richie Sunak. I will continue to say he's unelected uh because he was Sunak. Yeah. Um he was uh he's a British politician at shops. He's a British politician that served as the uh or who is serving as the Secretary of State for Energy Security and Net Zero? He just assumed that that office about ten days ago. Uh, he previously served as Secretary of State for Transport in the Boris Johnson government. He's decided that he's going to take a step up. Well, uh, he's made a, a nifty little video about his um, his new office that he's uh, assumed there, and he just he wants to tell you all about it.
0: Well, as you know, I've just taken over the Department of Energy Security and Net Zero. One of the most important thing is to do the transition. And what better way to get a hand, helping hand on this than with this gentleman right here. Hey, Bill, how are you doing? Hey,
1: great to be meeting with you.
0: And you too as well. We are going to be discussing this uh, energy breakthrough, the, the way to uh, transition the entire world to uh, net zero, uh, but make sure that we've got good, reliable, cheap energy. So looking forward to working together on all this. Fantastic. That's just for you. Has he got a clone?
1: (laughs) Unfortunately, I think we can't seem to get rid of these people, can we? They just like he's popping up everywhere.
0: Oh, oh, Bill Gates. God almighty.
1: That man is just. Yeah, well, he's a a cancer.
0: (laughs) Isn't he a bit behind the times, though? In what regard? That UK UK fires thing, which was made up of um, University of Bath. Oxford, Cambridge, um, the what is it of London? The College, the Imperial College, Imperial College London. where
1: Neil Ferguson is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And
0: they um, put something forward. The academia put something forward called Absolute Zero, which should override. <laughs> so no life on Earth zero. whatsoever. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> it's uh, don't don't. That's the uh,
1: dear God. He's horrible yes, he was thank just you very much he uh, yeah you're welcome he was just down in Australia and he he was uh, he he did a short stint in uh he jumped across did a couple of the African nations Kenya now he's apparently he's, he's, he's in the UK yeah
0: oh he's been taking all that stuff across the jet stream his carbon footprint whatever yeah good God and I take it all on foundation money probably
1: oh you know it on foundation money and you know he's eating a plant-based diet I'll bet Bugs. anyway <laughs> don't
0: know yeah uh, yeah i'll tell you what I, i'd like to see what the menu on his plane is it'd be very interesting but no thank you for that he's um yes yes i'm not going to say anything actually because you've had your beep off me for the evening yeah i suppose i have we'll see you next week yes uh yeah i'll endeavor to be there um tell you what people if you want to have something interesting to read i just thought of a name um i was getting into and johnny you've probably you might have seen some stuff there's a there's a lady out there called whitney
1: webb oh yeah yeah unlimited whitney, hangout yeah whitney I
0: know yeah yeah she's um she's she's quite
1: an interesting person she's good yeah she's she, she's invest yeah, yeah she's yeah, investigative she, journalist she's really good
0: yeah and um people if you want to have a look at issues that have been out and whatever she does the research quite well look up a a young lady, I mean she's she's still only in her thirties, I think. Yeah. Uh, Whitney Webb go for it yep. she has a podcast just too. a little pointer
1: yeah she's got a does podcast she? too she does uh, Unlimited Hangout with Whitney Webb it's pretty good all right
0: yeah it's just something else go have a look very interesting person
1: indeed sorry right, my friend I may have advertised them. no you're good well I had to advertise Mr. Gates so we're even right well I, I couldn't compare okay. Webb to, to Gates she's so much better than he is uh, we're gonna have to go ahead and go so I wanna thank you for being here today thank you for being here today Bruce thank you to all of the listeners God bless everyone and have a great evening